This is 3 News Now, your daily update on everything Northeast Ohio with Stephanie Haney. Hi there. Welcome back to 3 News Now. I'm Stephanie Haney. Today is Wednesday, April 14th. Thanks for choosing to be here for your top stories from WKYC.com and our WKYC app. First up, we start with more alarming details out of the Rocky River School District. These details have become available as the district has been in communication with the Ohio Board of Education. Now, this all started when there was an investigation into some comments that teachers made on a recorded classroom, and this sort of spiraled into other things coming out. Now we're learning that a former student says a math teacher made inappropriate comments and physical contact with her a couple of years ago. This former student says that she didn't want to say anything for quite a long time, but she figured after all of this came up, referring to the investigation related to that conversation that was caught on camera, she said, I don't know if things happen to other students, and I want other people to be protected. This woman says that the math teacher called her sexy during a demonstration of a math equation during her junior year, and that he kept saying it, and she kind of blocked it out of her brain for a while. She also said that the following year, when she was a senior, that the teacher hugged her and kissed her after she gave him a thank you note. Principal Rob Wilton told the student who is now in college that he's concerned something may have happened to her and he'd love to hear what she has to say about it so that he can attempt to handle it. And then she told him at that point what happened to her was definitely inappropriate. She wouldn't say it scarred her. It definitely would have the potential to make other students uncomfortable. Now, as a reminder, This investigation, this information has come out as a result of a Google Classroom video that was discovered with two teachers discussing a text message supposedly sent to a group of male teachers where one teacher bragged about possessing a photo of a female student. We now know that he was bragging about possessing a photo that showed a female student's allegedly private parts. Now, as a result of that investigation, it was learned that that photo did not actually exist and... There was no criminal conduct found among those men, but as a result of that, we're now learning these new allegations, and the Rocky River School District has notified the Ohio Department of Education, and the state investigation could lead to suspensions or revocations of the teacher's licenses. We'll keep you updated as we get new information. We did get a lot of new details. Our investigative reporter, Phil Trexler, and producer has that on WKYC.com. An update out of Minneapolis, Minnesota. The former officer who resigned, Kim Potter, who is the person who shot and killed 20-year-old Dante Wright on Sunday, has now been charged with second-degree manslaughter. She was taken into custody this morning. We're learning this from the Minnesota, Minnesota Bureau of Criminal Apprehension, and that charge carries a maximum penalty of 10 years in prison. Now, Potter resigned yesterday. So did Brooklyn Center Police Chief Tim Gannon resigned on Tuesday. Tim Gannon had said that he believed that Potter shot Dante Wright by accident, mistaking her gun for a taser. Now, the Wright family is being represented by civil rights attorney Ben Crump, and he says he does not believe that it was an accident. He said that Potter worked for the Brooklyn Center Police Department for 26 years and even trained other officers, and Potter was also the police union president. The Minnesota Police and Peace Officers Association told our sister station, CARE 11, that Potter will be represented by defense lawyer Earl Gray. Now, Earl Gray is also representing Thomas Lane, one of the former Minneapolis Police Department officers charged in the death of George Floyd, along with Derek Chauvin. 
Chauvin is currently being tried for murder. The other three officers will have separate trials on lesser charges. That brings us to the conversation of Derek Chauvin's murder trial, which is now in the phase where the defense for Derek Chauvin presents their witnesses. As a reminder, Chauvin is charged with second-degree murder, second-degree manslaughter, and third-degree murder for the May 25th killing of George Floyd. Now, bystander video shows Chauvin kneeling on Floyd's neck for 9 minutes and 29 seconds. And today, we saw what can only be described as dueling experts. The defense had its opportunity to present a medical expert. It presented Dr. David Fowler, who's a former chief medical examiner in Maryland, more than 30 years of experience. He testified that it was Floyd's heart condition and drugs in his system that contributed to him having a sudden cardiac arrest while Chauvin restrained him. Dr. Floyd said that he would have ruled Floyd's manner of death undetermined had he been doing the autopsy. Also this morning, the judge in the case ruled that Maurice Hall, who was with Floyd during his arrest, will not have to testify because of his Fifth Amendment right to avoid self-incrimination. Now, the judge expects all testimony in the trial of Chauvin could wrap up by Thursday, and then the jury would then be sequestered, and they would begin deliberations on Monday, April 19th, which will come very quickly to a city that is in a lot of unrest right now while people are very upset about the death of another black man at the hands of police in the Minneapolis area. Now let's take a look at the latest COVID-19 numbers. These global and national numbers come from Johns Hopkins University. Globally, the total number of COVID-19 cases is now at 137,811,552. The total number of deaths is now at 2,964,835. Here in the U.S., the total number of cases is at 31,375,111. The total number of deaths, 563,873. We have 4% of the global population, but by far the most cases and the most deaths. The cases, we are now at 22.8% of the global cases. The deaths, we are now at 19% of the global deaths. That's down a tenth of a percentage point from yesterday. Here in Ohio, we have the numbers from the Ohio Department of Health. We've seen 2,216 more COVID-19 cases in the last day. That's down a bit from yesterday, still higher numbers than we would like to see. We've seen 121 new people hospitalized with COVID. That's down a bit from yesterday. But a total of 1,302 people in the hospital right now, that is up from yesterday. The hospitalization number is definitely trending up as well as the ICU numbers. There are 358 people out of those 1,300 in the ICU right now. And we've seen 11 new ICU admissions in the last day. That is down slightly. Taking a look at the vaccination picture here in Ohio, close to 24% of Ohioans are completely vaccinated. That's almost 2.8 million people. And close to 69,000 have become completely vaccinated against COVID-19 in the last 24 hours. Close to 36% of Ohioans have started their vaccinations. That's more than 4.2 million Ohioans, and more than 47,000 have started that process in the last day. Now let's take a look at a very interesting poll when it comes to people who have experienced COVID-19 COVID-19 symptoms for a long time. These are called long COVID patients. These are people who have experienced symptoms of COVID-19 for weeks or months after initially being diagnosed with COVID. So this poll has found that 42% of these long COVID patients had improved symptoms after getting vaccinated. Now this could be a breakthrough in medical research because one expert says this is the first time in history that a vaccine 
could also act therapeutically, meaning to remedy symptoms after the fact. One person who experienced this is Kevin Calvo in Arizona. Now, he had been suffering from long COVID symptoms since last April, so a year is what we're looking at for him. He says after getting a first shot of the Pfizer vaccine that he can walk, he can breathe, and he can do things that he never thought he'd be able to do again. He said he used to have 60% oxygen capacity, no stamina, inflammation everywhere, but after the shots, he said he feels better. Now, long COVID is what we, as I said, attribute to people who have had COVID-19 symptoms for a very long time. And some people even feel a little better, and then they sort of relapse with old or new symptoms after their initial bout with COVID-19. And Calvo is not the only person who reported experiencing relief from these long COVID symptoms, having them dramatically improve after getting vaccinated. 42% of the more than 900 people who are long COVID patients that were polled by a grassroots organization called Survivor Corps said they had the same experience as Calvo. Now, the poll didn't specify which vaccination those who said they felt better received. It didn't say how long after getting the vaccination their symptoms began to improve, but it did say that they felt some relief after getting that COVID-19 vaccine. Now, to some other very exciting news today. The Cleveland Browns have signed defensive end Jadavion Clowney for a year contract. Now, in case you weren't aware, Clowney was the number one pick in the 2014 NFL Draft by the Houston Texans. He spent last season with the Tennessee Titans, had a lot of injuries, but here's what Clowney said today. He said that he hasn't been completely healthy in the NFL and he thinks he can be defensive player of the year. He said that people say the sky's the limit, but his potential is probably higher than that. And he talked about footprints on the moon. I tell you what, as a Browns fan, I very much like the sound of that. So with Clowney coming to the Browns, that means that the Browns will have three number one overall draft picks with Baker Mayfield and Miles Garrett. Now, this comes after uh, General Manager Andrew Barry has made a string of defensive-focused signings. So far in the offseason, the Browns have agreed to terms with safety John Johnson III, defensive end Takarist McKinley, cornerback Troy Hill, linebacker Anthony Walker, and defensive tackle Malik Johnson, or Malik Jackson. Excuse me, Malik Jackson. Read that completely wrong. Very exciting for the Cleveland Browns. And you know who is excited about it is Baker Mayfield, who happens to have his birthday today. So he posted on social media a graphic showing that the Browns had signed Clowney, and he said, happy birthday to me. Definitely a 26th birthday for Baker Mayfield, unlike anything else. Happy birthday, Baker. Happy birthday to all of us with the signing of Jadavion Clowney. One more thing to let you know before we go. We know a little bit more about the entertainment lineup for the NFL Draft, which is coming to Cleveland. Kings of Leon will be performing on April 29th before the start of the draft, and portions of that will air on pre-draft coverage for the draft, but the entire performance will stream on NFL.com. The pre-draft coverage will start at 7 p.m. Eastern on April 29th, and... Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductee and lead singer of Heart, Ann Wilson, will perform the national anthem before the start of the draft on April 29th. And we got some local people getting in there. The Cleveland Metropolitan School District's All-City Choir will perform a special version of Lift Every Voice and Sing live from the Draft Theater. That will air during the draft's national broadcast. How incredible is that? We love to see Cleveland on display. We love to see our Clevelanders on display. It's going to be a good time here at the end of April. 
All right, that's it for your three news now update today for Wednesday, April 14th. I'll see you next up on what's new with your trending stories and clicking in Cleveland, including reaction to the signing of Jadavion Clowney. And then I'll see you back here tomorrow for more three news now. Between now and then, everyone stay safe and be well. I'm Stephanie Haney. Thanks for listening to three news now with Stephanie Haney from WKYC studios. Subscribe now so you never miss an update and find more on everything you heard here on WKYC.com and in the WKYC app.